if you are one of those people that constantly doubt you are capable, you have checked everything off your list, but you still feel pretty unproductive, you minimize your success, either intentionally or without a whole lot of thought, you just overall fail to truly gas yourself up. This episode right here, this episode is specifically for you. So I just want to, um, I guess, provide some context around how I got to this topic. Give yourself some credit. And um, my husband is like a music enthusiast. And so he, um, I don't know who sings the song, but it's like a song. Just give yourself some credit where credit is due. And so... When I began to prepare for this episode, that was one of the songs that constantly rang in my ear. Um, I had a conversation with my sister and we were just talking about, you know, checking things off the list and like how we're going about just really getting things done and, you know, doing the things that we would like to do. And she had to affirm me. And most often I don't necessarily deem myself a person that requires being affirmed, but I realized that um, she had to get me together and say, you know what, like, you're amazing. You're doing all these great things. You're this, you're that. And, um, you know, you are to be admired. You are an inspiration and things like that. And I think sometimes we get so caught up in what we haven't done yet that we don't necessarily give ourselves a second to just bask in the glory of what we've done so far. And that is the premise of this discussion today. So if you are one of those people that always seem to get down on yourself about what you haven't done, what you still need to do. You're still chasing that dream. You're still chasing that next goal. You're still chasing completing that task or that major project or achieving this goal or whatever it is. And you haven't done it yet. And you're so focused on not getting it done that you start to criticize yourself. You start to beat yourself down about it you just give yourself a hard time altogether this episode is for you because it's time for us to change our thinking and it's really time for us to reprogram ourselves so first and foremost it's important for us to become our own cheerleader and be our own best friend sis bruh listen if you are still living on this earth right now if you have breath in your body you have definitely achieved something you have definitely reached some goal you have definitely checked things off a list you've done something and so at this point you have to start being that cheerleader for yourself cheer yourself on when you're going through something um, and you're trying to get something done and it gets a little difficult you know what you have to remind yourself gas yourself up look the last time things got difficult, you were able to push through that. It's time for you to do that again. Don't don't sit in the fact that it got difficult or it wasn't easy because anything worth having is going to be hard. Anything worth having requires work and effort. And so when you start to see yourself growing and expanding your reach of what you're capable of or just what you have done compared to what you may have done in the past, like pat yourself on the back. Boost yourself up a little bit like you really did that and that's okay. And of course, I think a lot of times we get so modest about who we are and what we do because we don't want to come across as someone that um, is bragging or boasting. But honestly, I don't think it's either of those things when you're just cheering yourself on. Sometimes people don't even know what you're doing because 
you're too afraid to discuss it because you don't want to look like a show off. And I guess my only suggestion with that is just to put yourself in a position where the work that you've done and the discussions that you have about them come from a place of being genuine and pure. And they come from a place of growth in you learning so much about yourself and so much about other people, but just not saying I did this and I'm great. You know, make sure that the statement itself has some stuff, substance. That's all I'm saying. Now, the next thing that I would suggest is that choose praise versus the put down. Oh, yeah, I did that, but it's not my best. Stop doing that. You did it. Exclamation point. Good, bad or indifference. You finished it. Do you know how many people actually don't finish things? Do you know how many people actually start and never complete? Do you know how many people are looking at you right now and saying, oh, my gosh, that person completed that. I want to do that. I envy them for that. I want to be more like them. I wish that I could say that I have already done X, Y, and Z. You are someone else's wildest dream. You have to understand that. Our ancestors are looking down at us right now and they are amazed by how much we have achieved up to this point. So if you could look at it from that standpoint, you just have to start choosing praise over the put down. Don't put yourself down. Yeah, that's my little, no, that's your big accomplishment that's your big product that's your big projects your words are powerful the words that you choose to say and use will speak either life death success or failure over your life so when you choose praise versus the put down imagine the level of manifestation that can occur because now you're speaking positivity over your life. Now you're speaking success over your life. Now you're speaking expansion over your life. Watch how you can grow after that. Next, gauge your achievements. Daily celebrations are necessary just so that you're able to really observe your progress. If you checked everything off your to-do list today, celebrate that. Maybe that requires a glass of wine. Maybe that requires a small cup of ice cream. Maybe that requires you to be able to watch a television show after you've done all the things that you need to do. Maybe that allows you to have a piece of fried chicken today. Maybe that allows you to go shopping if you've completed some major task that you've been working towards. Whatever it is, like Start to check things off. Start to watch and observe that level of progression towards completion because it really encourages and motivates you to keep going. Whenever I feel like I want to give up on something, I might stop for a day. But then the thing that always reminds me why it's worth it is when I start to consider how much I've put into it thus far. How much time and effort have I invested into this proposed project or whatever it is. And you have to start looking at it like my time is valuable. My time is expensive. And if I've started at this path, maybe this isn't the right path, but maybe we can adjust and adapt and turn it into a path that I can appreciate, a path that I can value and a path that works best for me. It's all a mindset and perspective thing at this point. Beyond that, when things go wrong, still praise the good. Like what actually went right? Understand that when things go wrong, it's a lesson. It teaches us what not to do. 
It allows us to analyze and evaluate to figure out what exactly went wrong, why it went wrong, how we can avoid that in the future. And it also prepares us to develop contingency plans to prevent these kinds of things from happening or to be completely prepared that when they do occur, we already have a plan in place to be able to combat that issue. Now, it's the same with life. When things go wrong, we have to, and, and it's something that we have to do. So for example, you lose your job, you know that you need money to survive. You're going to figure it out. You're going to do whatever is necessary to get back to a comfortable place. So in the same fashion as you're working towards your goals and dreams, when things go wrong, really seek out what lesson is being taught here. Really evaluate and analyze the happenings of that got you to that point, how to avoid that in the future. Maybe it wasn't even something that was avoidable, why it had to happen. Find meaning in the things that go wrong because they definitely can have a positive impact on the way that you do things in the future if you look at it from the right perspective. Beyond that, recognize your efforts. A lot of the time I think we always want to characterize our efforts as little. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, I didn't do that much. Oh, I didn't really think it was all that serious. No, it is that serious. And it is something and it is valuable. And although it means nothing to you, you have to understand that, like, for example, if you help someone else, or if your effort or your work assist someone else in achieving some goal or task, you have to understand the meaning behind that. You have to really be able to wrap your head around how you helped that person, how you propelled that person's dreams and goals further. Because as you help other people to grow and learn, you're doing the same thing. You're you're also creating a community or a network that continues that process on and on and on again. And you have the ability to just be able to spread that spirit of positivity across people. And now your little effort has become this major thing, or it's the focal point of this major thing, or it's the visual for this major thing. And you characterize it as little when in fact it's major, it's big, it's large, it's jumbo. So start to look at it that way. Yeah, this you might have a small task in the entire execution of something, but you have to understand that it has meaning and it has a place and that place is necessary and that's why it's no longer little. The one that I love the most is um, define the beat of your own drum. Don't think that because Susie, Kim, and Ashley all did it a certain way, you have to do it that way. Find your niche. Be different. Being different is actually what gains the attention of people. Being different is what a lot of people seek after. And being different is perfectly okay. You don't have to conform. You don't have to fit into the expectations of what someone else wants. Be yourself. Authenticity is a largely valuable trait that I think a lot of people don't even necessarily understand its impact at this point. Create the beat of your own drum. Walk at your own pace. It's not a race. You don't have to move fast because everyone else is moving fast. If you want to take your time, take your time. If you want to work at a smaller level first, do that. You don't have to jump into this just trying to be the biggest and the baddest and the best and do it the fastest. That's not necessary because, you know, sometimes slow and steady wins the race. The tortoise and the hare, we all know that story. And sometimes I think we always think that if you move quick, then you'll finish first. But guess what? The person that moves quick 
They'll probably make some mistakes along the way, have to double back, make some adjustments, take a few steps back. It could delay execution of something, but that person that moves slow and steady, they are the one that's able to observe problems before they happen, that's able to make adjustments smoothly, that's just able to see circumstances and situations for what they really are. It gives them time to really break down and evaluate everything. So just start to think about it that way. It's also important to create your own definition of success, beauty, and happiness. Here's why. If you create your own standard of success, beauty, and happiness, you don't have to fit to the ideals of others. Regardless of what someone else thinks success, beauty, and happiness are, You have the power to define those three elements for yourself. And when you do that, you create a space for you. You create a space that's comfortable. You create a space that allows you to thrive. And the amazing thing about people is that although your idea of beauty, happiness, and success might be different from mine, it could very well be one that I can appreciate and I can accept. And it's a space that I am eager to be in. So when you are creating this space for yourself, you're opening up your space to be warm and inviting for other people. And you're enhancing the possibility of creating that community that I spoke of earlier. Understand that you are definitely human. You can't do everything perfectly. You won't get everything right. You will mess up. You gonna fuck some shit up. I ain't lying. But if you allow yourself the grace to understand that It's possible that you don't know what you're doing and it's possible that you won't figure out what you're doing. You give yourself the grace to understand that you're a human being who makes mistakes, who doesn't know everything, who may have to start over, who may have to consider a completely different path. The awareness of understanding either of those circumstances is what you should choose is what I applaud because at the moment that you're able to truly understand that you have to do something differently, that you messed up and that's not the path for you, that doesn't make you happy, that doesn't bring you joy and success. That is a level of maturity that a lot of people dream about having at this point. They want to be that person. They want to dream, have that dream crushed and then shake it off and get back up and find another dream to chase. A lot of people get so hung up on a dream or a goal or a task that it becomes their life and they live their lives chasing that dream so much so that they lose themselves and once reality settles in that they're not going to be able to achieve that it's almost an act of congress and maybe even world war three to get them back to peace but when you can realize that this is not it for me make the necessary adjustments and move on to the next thing i think that's admirable and we have to applaud you for just being able to observe what works actually not even being able to being aware enough to know what's going to work for you and what's not is something that i commend on so many levels practice being versus doing so much so in our lives we get caught up in checking things off a list because I've said that several times in this episode I am one of those people I'm always trying to check stuff off of a list and I think sometimes we get so caught up in doing things that we forget to be things or be ourselves or 
be whatever it is we're thriving to be. You do all the legwork to get there that sometimes you don't even live in or bask in the glory of actually achieving that. Um, And so I can talk about myself when it comes to success. Like I I feel like I do pretty well for myself, um, but I don't think I give myself the credit I deserve in relation to saying I'm successful. I am. Um, There are a lot of things that society would say I should be doing or I am at this point. And I have let none of those things define me. And I have also let none of those things um, limit who I can be, what I can do or where I can go. And I'm definitely excited about that in a lot of ways. I just think it's one of those things where I just have not allowed myself to sit in the fact that I am successful because I'm always chasing success. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. Um, It's something that I struggle with because I'm constantly chasing the next thing. I realize that life is progressive. I realize that things will change for me constantly. And as they change, I want to be prepared for everything. And I'm a planner. And so I realize that I can't plan for everything in this thing that we call life. But somehow mentally, I have convinced myself that I can, even if it's just a little bit. So imagine the level of stress and anxiety that I give myself by doing that. Doesn't make sense, I know. Whatever. Moving on, it's important to remind yourself daily who you are and understand your why. Knowing who you are is literally the premise of giving yourself credit. You can't give yourself credit if you don't even understand what you've done. Understanding your why is also a manner in which you give yourself credit because you understand your purpose. You understand the driving force behind your efforts, behind your dreams, behind your goals, behind your desires. You understand all of that. And quite naturally, you are constantly ensuring that your goals and your dreams and that happiness and that success, it aligns with exactly who you are and your why. And when it doesn't properly align with those two things, then you start to feel that inner conflict with yourself that really prevents you from being able to get, you know, emotionally attached to these dreams and goals and that drive and that motivation. You start to realize that you don't have that get up and go about that goal. And that's when you realize that it doesn't align with who you are. It doesn't align with your why. And then you have to regroup, revise, adjust, adapt, and move on. But I think what's important here is that as you begin to understand who you really are, it defines your obstacles. It defines your victory. It also defines your losses. And it allows you to really observe the positive impact that those loss losses had over your life and how every loss that you had fueled you to be better in a certain way so please ma'am please sir don't sell yourself short because you really are the shit like for real you got this and you have maintained control of your destiny all of this time You've been grounding, you've been grounding, no you haven't, you've been grinding out 
and making strides towards your goals every day. You deserve to give yourself the credit for just pushing forward, fighting through every obstacle that comes your way, and literally just staying both motivated and committed to the goal dream task as they are. I hope that this particular episode has encouraged you to take a moment and really figure out if you've given yourself the credit that you deserve. And if you haven't, then I want to encourage you to take that time out to give yourself some credit, pat yourself on the back, boost yourself up, gas yourself up because you really are the shit and you deserve to remind yourself of that. Beyond that, um, I hope that you all enjoy my podcast in general. As always, please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And make sure you tune in for another episode of In Jessica's Corner. Thank you so much for all of your support. Bye, y'all. All All right, y'all. I know it's been a while. My bad, y'all. I've been doing a whole lot of stuff, mixing up. Um, we did move, we bought a new house, so charge it to the game, don't charge it to my heart, I know I've been missing, I know that a few of you have reached out to me and you said that you are definitely interested in me coming back to the podcast scene. I jumped on YouTube, got a little traction there, and I decided I wanted to put a little bit more energy and effort into that. So I hope you understand that this is just me with the balancing act. Now, I don't think I'm going to be on a cadence of weekly podcasts. It's just too much. Um, But maybe I can do like two a month. Maybe I can do that and come back to my podcast family because I miss y'all. And I do enjoy just really being able to like be transparent and free my mind and really just get stuff off my chest but also make connections with you guys and really be able to um you know help people understand that they're not by themselves that we're all in the same wavelength we're all going through the same things and the reality of all of this is we're gonna be all right okay so this particular episode is going to be entitled finding strength in the soft life now i know all of y'all have heard people say oh i'm embracing my soft life i ain't trying to be hard no more blah 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 but like this episode right here is for me to keep it completely real with y'all so i'm gonna keep it real Um, I've been all over the place the last couple of months. Um, I think I've had this conversation with you guys in a previous podcast. April comes and shifts my world upside down. I don't know why. I don't know what happens. But when April comes, that's my regroup month. So my birthday's in April and I think I start to give myself permission to avoid commitment or any level of a normal routine or whatever I feel like I want to do, I'm going to do it. Like I don't put restrictions on myself, but on the flip side of that, it also brings a dip in my productivity where I'm not productive and I don't feel like I'm doing anything and I don't feel like I'm really making the progress that I want to make. And honestly, I think like this year, I did give myself a hard time about that because in April, that was like the time for me to be packing and preparing for moving in. I didn't feel like I was making the necessary progress and the necessary time. And then my birthday came and then I decided, you know what? I'm going to embrace this break because sometimes y'all, the strong friend, the strong black girl, the black, the young black millennial working in corporate America, 
your friend, your sister, your dog, your homie. Sometimes we just need a break. Like sometimes it's not even about trying to get stuff done. It's not even about focusing on that. It's not even really about tapping into what can I do? How can I be creative? What can I create? How can I grow? How can I learn? Sometimes you just got to take a second and be still. And I think that's what April was for me. Um, And on the back end, in relation to like, actually executing the move, I was able to like regroup and kind of like get some level of normalcy back. But then I'm gonna be honest with y'all, the struggle to get back into things has been real because that's an active thing. I am still kind of like in this phase where "Mm, I don't really feel like doing that. So I'm not doing that. Mm, I need to record some content. I need to take some pictures. I need to do some try-ons. I need, I have all this content that I need to record, but y'all... I just been chilling. What have I been doing? Hanging out with my friends, watching TV, sleep, chilling, browsing on TikTok for hours, Instagram, everything except for what I'm really supposed to be doing. And I don't understand why I've had such a struggle, but y'all know I always give y'all some insight into my little therapy sessions or whatever. And the one thing that my counselor is working on with me currently is identifying the ways that I can do things to benefit me um, that maybe only include me that are important to me. And y'all, I've realized that like, I don't really know what that means. I don't. I don't know what that means. And I feel like it was easier for me to identify those things a while ago. But I'm in a transitional phase right now. And transition can have a negative or positive connotation. But in this one, I don't even think it's either. I think it's smack dab in the middle of all of it. Like, I am you know, living in an answered prayer, which I feel like we're always chasing the next thing. I definitely feel like stagnation is something that frustrates me and that's why I'm in this funky space right now because I don't like to be still for too long. I want to feel like I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to achieve something. I'm trying to complete something. I'm trying to grow, whatever it is. And for whatever reason, I don't have the motivation for any of that right now. And I think that this particular transitional phase is one for awareness. I don't think it's for growth. I don't think it's for development. I don't even think it's for discovery. I think it's it's awareness for me to really understand how I have been so committed to the needs and desires of everybody else around me and how I just need to like take a moment and prioritize me. And you know, if if you know me personally, you know that I, it's it's normally very easy for me to be like, no, nope, I ain't doing it. That seemed like too much work. But y'all, it has become too much work for me to prioritize the things that I want to do or the things that I need to do or the things that interest me. And I feel like that's a problem. Like, why don't I want to do the things that I enjoy? Or why don't I want to like explore what those new things could be. Cause I also think that's the other thing. I think the things that have made me happy up until this point in my life, they've worked, but I think like I may be at a point where I need more. So what else can make me happy? What else could I do achieve, aspire to be? I don't know. Uh, are you guys like that too? Like, I really don't know. I don't know. Now I will say that like, you know, Moving into this house has been a 
pivotal moment in my life because it's just a house. It's a materialistic thing, but I think it symbolizes a lot of other things, you know, um, for whatever reason, it just seems so very official as an adult. Like I've made such an adult move. And then beyond that, you know, quite naturally you move into this larger space and then you start to think about like your family that you will, um, create on your own, like, you know, have kids, but also like the family that will at some point come visit or be a part of certain events at your house or, you know, you just start to foreshadow what will occur in this house, the memories that will be held here. And, um, and I don't know, it just becomes a little bit heavy and maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving it. Y'all know I overthink everything. Y'all know I make a mountain out of a mole. So it could just be me. But like, I'm just trying to sit in everything. And that's what I said. Like, I do feel like this transitional phase is about awareness. It's just allowing me to become aware of so many different things. Awareness about how I feel. Like, really being clear about my reservations about the things in my life that I haven't necessarily jumped into yet. Really understanding, like, what's causing the hesitation or why do I feel the way I feel or why do I have this certain perspective or where did this kind of impression about this experience come from? Like, now y'all see why I've been missing? Cause I be in my head all day. That's why. Anyways, of course I have at least been able to like, you know, expand my content presence and try to be able to like incorporate all these different things that I'm talking about. Cause I think it's important. Um, if you have any level of a social media presence to be real and relatable and just embrace transparency. And I feel like that's something that I do all the time when things are difficult for me, I normally communicate that that's not necessarily something I've communicated on social media, but I think it's because I literally just had this aha moment before I went to sleep last night. Like, I don't necessarily think it was something that I knew how to articulate. And I also kind of felt like for the first time, I did feel like, eh, that's kind of just me by myself, if that makes sense. However, as I'm embracing this soft life, I understand that it's an individual growth experience because I am not soft. <laughs> I'm soft, y'all. And I don't even enjoy displaying and or embracing what looks like the soft life to be honest with you like I don't want to present myself in a vulnerable fashion I don't want to look soft I don't know and it's even hard for me to say like I ain't trying to be soft no don't because and and here's what I had to realize so in my mind my perspective of soft life was being a wimp like letting people walk all over me, letting people do and say and be whoever they want to be. Um, when really embracing a soft life is just not trying to conquer the world and be superwoman every day. Now, I'm still trying to be superwoman and in a certain aspect of my life, I probably still am trying to conquer the world. However, it's just a matter of like just understanding like, look, the soft life for me is 
doing whatever I feel like doing regardless of whatever I need to do unless it's like work or unless it's like pay a bill or eat or like obviously the necessities will get done but everything else it will happen when it happens because I'm over here creating these stipulations of when things need to be done how they need to be done the consistency the cadence and blah 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 who cares? The soft life tells me that I shouldn't care about none of that. I get it done when I get it done. Because guess what? If I do things when I want to do it, the quality, the compa- not the compassion, the passion, and just the level of interest is at an all-time high. Why am I just not recording this? Because I finally feel like chatting about how I felt, chatting about what I've been going through. And I know that from a podcast perspective, I can't BS y'all. I can BS some videos and some pictures on the internet because I can smile and nobody really knows that I'm not in the mood for that today. But if I'm recording and I have to talk, no, I can't do that because y'all gonna read my tone and be like, girl, Jess, we even did this for like, you could have waited. It's fine. I know. But yeah, the other side of this is this individual growth thing. I think also yesterday I had an additional aha moment where I just realized like how this particular level of growth is having an impact on relationships and and not like my marriage. So my business ain't having no impact on my marriage. Y'all can mind your business. Yeah. Okay. I mean like friendships and associates and even like the way that I establish connections with people. Um, so I don't tell y'all before, I don't really like people. I don't really deal with people. So making new friends is not one of my things. I don't really like doing it, but I have made some new friends or I have established deeper connections with some friends that I've had for a while. And to be honest with you, they are timely because they are the people that encourage me to embrace my soft life without like saying you should be soft. Um, it's a safe, it's a soft, safe space. And a lot of my friends are not soft. And so I feel like because of that, you know, you feed off the energy of the people that you're interacting with. And so I just kind of feel like being soft is one of those things that like I do on my own time. And y'all like, this gonna sound crazy. I get unmarried and I get that my husband is a safe space, but I'm not always soft with him either. And that is like one of the things that he gripes about. He's always like, you don't have to be hard with me. It's okay. And for whatever reason, life has taught me that I, I gotta be... I have to be this girl that is able to conquer the world. I listened to a podcast the other day. Um, it's, it's the woman evolved one of them. And the woman was talking about how as a woman, especially as a black woman, it is embedded in us to survive. And a lot of the times we are either in fight or flight mode without really knowing and also if we take it further if you've been raised by a single black female she has taught you and literally placed in your blood the concept that you have to do it by any means necessary and when that young lady that has been raised by a single black female gets married it's hard for her to literally reprogram herself to be this dependent or codependent individual 
Um, and you know, that can cause friction because on one end it, it could, depending on who your husband is, not mine, but it could make your mate feel inferior. But in other ways, it can just be one of those things where they see, they see it happening and it frustrates them because you don't have that option. Like if it makes sense, you are a married person that is always trying to solve for a possible problem that could come your way contingency plans y'all know I'm a planner so I feel like that's right up my alley whatever we ain't gonna talk about me like that no more but beyond that like what has the soft life become for me and how have I found strength in it initially it's it's literally me understanding like the soft life means I can say this is hard I can say I don't like the way that made me feel that hurt my feelings that makes me feel slightly inferior. Um, I don't know about that. Of course, they out there digging in the ground or something while I'm trying to talk to y'all. Or is it like, uh, my hair look ugly today. Mm, I don't like the way I look in this dress. Like, the soft life is me being straight up front real with myself. But the other side of the soft life is understanding that that's the way it is. That's just what it is right now. And it's okay for me to be just like this, embrace that, and move around. And so that's that's where I've been here lately. In addition to that, I sprained my ankle in two places, and it prohibits me from being able to wear heels right now. Um, so if you my friend and we going somewhere, I'm either going to have on sandals or I'm having on sneakers, and you're going to be okay with that. But I had to be okay with it, and I actually even started, like, posting social media posts with the brace and just, like, how I'm going to make this brace cute, how I'm going to get cute and wear this brace, and I'm not going to care about what it looks like anymore because I need this brace in order to get my ankle better so I can get to a point where that I don't have to wear it and I can be cute without it. And that's just what it is, like... It's more so about you realizing these are my circumstances, this is my situation, and I'm going to make the best out of it. That's what the soft life has been for me. Now, I do feel like the soft life for everybody is very different. Now, I'll take it further than that, and I'll say that the soft life is also about embracing those tough moments and being completely fine with it just being one of those things where you understand it's hard understand that it's not going to be easy understand that it's going to take some work understand that it might require a whole lot more effort than you're interested in giving understand that you might not have the level of support that you want understand that it's okay for you to struggle a little bit but understand that the struggle is going to be the learning lesson. Now, the flip side of all of that is, I said that you might not have support, right? But then the alternative to that is allowing people to help you and support you. <laughs> I struggle with that because I'm, I'm used to being the help and I'm used to being the support. And so when people eagerly jump into that role for me, sometimes... Depending on who, you, let me say this, depending on who you are. Obviously, I expect my husband to help me and support me. Obviously, I expect my family to help and support me. Depending on what kind of friend you are, I expect a certain level of help and support. But like, for people to really go out of their way for me, I don't know. I just look at that a little bit differently and I, I struggle with it sometimes because I'm like, mm, you don't got to do that. 
but I appreciate it. But I also need to understand that, like, I have to give people the opportunity to be there for me. And that's what the soft life is showing me. without a plan is okay y'all I've done it for the last two months legitimately and every plan that I did have kind of fell through some kind of way that really frustrated me really threw me off my rocker and I was okay with that after the fact now I went through the emotions of frustration anger really pissed off and all of that but the soft life taught me like this this how it's gonna be like everything ain't gonna work I don't care if you got a plan and you know this brings me back to like God just reassuring me that like you can have a plan all you want but if it ain't my plan it ain't gonna work no way so you gonna come to this point where your plans gonna fail anyway so let's just move around okay the only reason your plans were working is because I had my hands on them yeah I hear you big god up there sky daddy I hear you bruh alright so you know the soft life has taught me that I just have to accept things as they are and I don't have to force what I think it should be. And I appreciate the soft life for that. The soft life is not just, let me clarify something. The soft life is not just simply, oh, I'm going to go to the spa. I'm going to go get my nails done. I'm going to get my hair done. I'm going to get a facial. I'm, I'm going to go on this very relaxing, um, disconnecting type of trip. That's not all that the soft life encompasses sometimes the soft life is simply doing whatever however whenever with whoever that makes you happy so hopefully my transparency chat with you guys um blessed you as much as it blessed me as always please make sure that you like share comment and subscribe and come back for another episode thank y'all i can't wait to chat with you next time